0: the Year uh, listeners. Uh, this is uh, another episode of the podcast Cast. Uh, I'm really, really happy to welcome uh, my next host uh, for today. Uh, her name is Silja Jóhannesa Ausdísdóttir I really hope I pronounced it right. <laughs> Maybe not. Silja uh, is a former recruiter from a hiring agency in Iceland. Uh, although she is not working in uh, is this now? Uh, I've, I think it's really actually better to like introduce our today's host and like ask her to introduce yourself. So hi Celia, welcome to the Icelandic cast podcast. Uh, how are you today?
1: Uh, hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm fine. Uh, okay, today is a good day, as most days are. Yeah. Uh, so
0: you want me to introduce myself a little bit? Yeah. If you would like to do it yourself? Okay. I, think it, I think it's always super nice, to... That people just say a little bit about themselves.
1: <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, so uh, I am a former recruiter from Capacent, which was a big hiring agency, but there uh, I left there seven years ago. I was there for four years, so I have a little experience in hiring people or uh, managing it for companies in hiring. And I was hiring staff, uh, managers, um, uh, builders, whatever was needed. Mm-hmm. So it was a uh, scale of recruiting Uh, today I work in um, role in development um, job development and uh, in that job I have been helping foreigners also in getting information on grants and uh, how to start a company and so on and I've also taught Icelandic for foreigners Mm -hmm. so I have a little bit of insight into their role but very small but um, so
0: Yeah, you asked me here to talk about recruiting in Iceland or trying uh, to find a job. I totally, uh, (laughs) of course, like um, the third time is a charm and uh, hopefully the fourth time recording the podcast, I will say everything in order. But uh, today's episode is going to be about um, how to create a CV, uh, especially in Iceland, what to don't forget uh, to put in the CV and of course, how to apply for a job and where and how to prepare yourself for interview. Mm-hmm. Especially in Iceland, uh, for yeah, let's say mostly Icelandic companies. Okay. So this is what we are going to talk about today. Thank okay. you for a short introduction of yourself, Celia. Uh, uh, I would just say, let's start uh, with the questions in Icelandic market nowadays, uh, and how like how to act in it nowadays.
1: Okay. So the market today is that. Uh, companies are looking for employees. It's hard to find the right employee for the right jobs today. There isn't a lot uh, the employment rate in Iceland isn't very high, so it's um it's a it's a market for those who are seeking jobs. That said though, it's way harder to be a foreigner and looking for a job in Iceland. But um the market in Iceland and many employers are realizing that Um, uh, the skills that uh, people that move to Iceland have is something to be looked upon Mm -hmm. and they can have um, experience and education that we don't have here. So it, of course, depends on what experience and skills you have. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's always a little bit harder when you're not Icelandic because it's a small knit community and we often just look to our towards our friend group or what we know or uh, um, people from high school or university or something like that when we're hiring so it's always a little bit harder to infiltrate these kind of groups Mm -hmm. when you move here
0: would you say would you say the language is also a problem
1: yeah for most uh, employers Mm -hmm. it is um uh, thank god but Today, most Icelanders speak English and they can use English, but in a workplace, they still look for people with Icelandic skills.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean, you know, I'm a person that speak Icelandic myself. Uh, I'm not saying it was a easy easy path to do, to learn the Icelandic, but, uh, you know, I always appreciate if I can speak, of course, Icelandic with somebody, although I'm not a 100% uh, speaker. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, because many, many people like around me, Foreigners, uh, yeah, they just usually say like it's a big problematic with the language, and then uh, you know this is n- nothing to be like complaining about the Icelandic market or like Iceland uh, Icelandic employers or anything. It's just mostly like really. You know, many of us have experiences also, like, when it comes to language, you don't know the language, then it's just differences with the salaries and so on and so on. So did you find this also difficult, uh, like, why you were hiring? Like, um, I don't know if you can say some information about it, but, you know, like, for example, yeah, you were hiring two people, let's say, for the same position. One was a foreigner and one was Icelander. Were there any difficult, like, differences in this
1: no, unfortunately, I didn't have that much experience from these kinds of uh, situations in Kapasen. Um, But I think I, n- I understand what you're asking: if it, if an employer has two candidates mm-hmm. and the other one is Icelandic speaking and the other one English, or some other language, if it makes a difference.
0: Yeah, and like let's say like the <clears throat> the person that is like not. Um, not Icelanders have maybe better and more experiences and can maybe just bring more into the like company. Uh, you know, like what would you say? Because you work like you are more moving in the Icelandic market. You know, like you are Iceland yourself. So it would be just maybe nice to hear like mm. why or if it's happening and why is it happening?
1: Maybe. Well, in my opinion, I think uh, employers that need skilled people and mm-hmm. if you have a person that has the skills and the experience of course you have to kind of figure out is the Icelandic very re- Icelandic really essential for the job then maybe he would go with the Icelandic speaking person but mm-hmm. in my view uh, I think they would hire the m- more, more skilled person today but it, it's always a little bit different, to, uh, sorry difficult to uh, like speak in general in this because mm-hmm it depends so much on the job mm-hmm. for example like uh, of course in the tourism industry today they they need people a lot and they're looking for people everywhere and um in that uh, line of job you need english also a lot so there there is icelandic shouldn't be a barrier and you wouldn't hire maybe the icelandic speaking person if she doesn't have any experience if you have an english speaking person with experience mm-hmm. in that kind of regard and of course when you if you it's a high skilled level position then you need the more experienced one
0: yeah.
1: but uh, i think it i think today we're moving towards looking into the skills and the education mm-hmm. more than maybe just the icelandic but we also have employers that just have icelandic
0: mm-hmm.
1: not english and then they can't hire uh, English-speaking persons, or if it's um, if it's some kind of a service where you have to go and talk to all kinds of people, and uh, many Icelanders are still not don't want to speak anything mm-hmm. else in Icelandic. But yeah, it's it's hard to say like a overall answer for this. But I just see it that I saw it like when I was working recruiting, just to have a foreign name that could be a uh, yes. you know <laughs> <laughs> just just that was just like. Okay, where is she from? And it could be harder to get the employers
0: to look well at that resume. I I have experienced myself (coughs) about this. uh, So, yeah, I sent plenty of CVs uh, with, uh, of course, foreign name. And uh, I guess... um, yeah didn't really get so much reply. Even my CV was in Icelandic, and also my cover letter was in Icelandic, mm. but only the name. and my colleague at work, uh, ex like previous previous work as well. He is Icelander, but his name is Italian because his parents were from Italia, but he was born here and raised here. and you know, he himself was looking for a job for a really long time and he told me himself, like I just know it's mostly because of my name. yeah, <laughs> so if I don't know if I don't know the people, like right people, let's say. And we know Iceland is a small country, so, yeah, it's understandable. And you said it also at the beginning yourself, like a lot of people is hiring people as friends or like because they know each other from university studies and so on. So, yeah, it might be really like difficult. Yeah,
1: Yeah. but also this is the experience of many Icelanders also. Uh, In my regards, uh, companies are not treating um, people that are seeking for job often very fairly. You, they don't respond. They don't give any answers. So I'm not sure if the difference there is in the name or not. I'm not sure because I hope that today we are a little bit further than when we were like seven to ten years ago. Uh, it's a more open community. but um um so i I don't have any numbers on this today or anything like that, but I know that when I was working just to have a foreign name, could be difficult. And I I know that research abroad has shown this, at least there, you know, if if you have a person with a local name and then you have a person with a foreign name and they send to all the same companies, the person with the local name gets much more calls or callbacks Mm -hmm. and so on, even though it's the same resume, basically. (laughs)
0: Yeah, um, I'm. I'm gonna say just once. Uh, only the sorry for my coughing. I'm just post-COVID uh, patient, so uh, it's still for me sometimes tricky to talk. Uh, but as I'm saying, like I have an experience uh, with the people not replying. But on the other side, like my current employer, uh, which I want to say hi to him this uh, this moment. Uh, no, uh, like he is really like really supportive, and he just like uh, he lived abroad himself, and he worked abroad himself, so he understand. Uh, Just honestly really like I I, I can say like I have really probably much better relationship with people that have an experience living abroad like Iceland, I mean with Icelanders. Uh, But let's just not go deeper maybe into this. I would really want to start to uh, talk maybe more about the CVs because of course we are applying and nobody can apply without sending a CV uh, uh, or like a resume. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, in Iceland... Uh, how to build your CV mm. regarding the Icelandic, uh, like qu- like mm-hmm. what the Iceland needs and uh, what is the like going on in Icelandic market.
1: Well, um, in general, your CV has to be very clear and it has to s- tell very specifically what your skills and, and experience are and your education and so on. Uh, maybe a little bit about the difference from CVs in Iceland and abroad is that in Iceland, they still want a picture, which is um, kind of old-fashioned, but it's, it's like that still, so if you have a good picture, that's good. Uh, but um, in general, um, like when I was reading CVs, and uh, I got a CV from a person from abroad, and it could be hard for me just to figure out what their um, like university degree was about. Because it was a foreign name of a foreign school. And maybe when I went into the homepage, I couldn't find the studies there because it was maybe just in some language that I don't know. Um, so you have to be very clear about your education and and where you have worked and what you were doing. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it, uh, so you the people that are reading your cv they don't have to go into investigation mm-hmm. to see your skills in education so that is a very big point um, but uh, yeah and uh, it's very good to have um, some recommendations some names that a uh, person can call uh, it, 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 of course, can be hard if, if your recommendation is from abroad, but I would always try, and in these times of tech and, and internet, it shouldn't be that hard today. Okay,
0: you mentioned the picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you mentioned the picture. Uh, what is a good picture?
1: <laughs> well, you know, don't sit in a jacuzzi with a white wine glass or something. Okay. I saw that once, and okay. <laughs> it doesn't make you like feel, okay, this is a very responsible person. but. Uh, a good picture. It, I, In my point of view, you know, let your um, um, what's it called? Like personality show a little bit, but it differs among the recruiters what they want to see. Some of them want to see you with a, with a tie or in a white shirt or something mm-hmm. like that, but
0: I think that's a bit stuck up, but
1: you know. It, yeah. So it's hard to say. Just have it clear you know, your face and mm-hmm.
0: Not a glass of red wine or, no. or something that no. we would not recommend.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that, no. no, no. 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 Okay, yeah,
0: you know, officially my CV previously was about three to four pages. Mm-hmm. Um, when I just met with my Icelandic friend, uh, she said it's too long. Mm-hmm. So how long should be the CV here in Iceland?
1: Well, if you can put it very clearly up in one page, that's the best. Uh, you don't have to go all the way back since you were working in um, in a shop when you were 12 years old or something. You go back like 7 to 10 years very clearly. and um, But if it goes up to two pages, that is okay. But it has been... Um, researched also where the focus goes. So you have to think about that a lot. Mm-hmm. The focus of the person that is reading your CV, it goes towards the two-thirds of the first page. Okay. So you have to be very certain that you get your latest experience and your latest education in that
0: f- Okay. In that frame. So it should be one page, but max two pages.
1: Yeah, max two pages. You know, don't make it very... Um, a stuffed? Do you know? Do you know what I mean? If you have yeah, to I have, a, if you have to explain your uh, skills or your experience in mm-hmm. some kind of way, then it's okay if it flows onto the second page.
0: Yeah, you know, mm, like the next question I would ask is like, what language to use? And I understand, I guess you will tell me Icelandic if you can. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. isn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, you know, most Icelanders can read the English today, but um, Icelandic is preferable. And, um, if you can get somebody to translate it, that's, that's
0: do you cool. know do you know some some places they can help you to translate your CV? Like uh, when Rebecca was here uh, from uh, the association SSNE, I think she said that they might help with it as well. Mm. Uh, or like i'm not Mm. i don't want to be lying but just (laughs) like if you know if you know somebody like some official places where they could maybe help you with it if you don't have like you know plenty of icelandic friends or like my Mm. boyfriend told me like i'm not gonna translate your cv because i'm not that good in icelandic Mm. and he's an icelander himself yeah so yeah
1: i see what you mean well if if you have to choose between putting it in bad Icelandic or having it in English, then always choose the English. Okay. but uh, <laughs> So be very careful about that. Um, I don't think there are any official places where you can seek for that kind of hap- help. Maybe the Directorate of Labour, mm-hmm. Vindemålåståpnund, uh, maybe they have some kind of assistance. I know that some municipalities today, they have multicultural um, employers or... Uh, Person that helps foreign people, so you could check there. You know, I should just just try to ask around a little bit, and then of course we have uh, translating agencies that mm-hmm. just work okay. doing this. But of course, then you have to pay them a little bit.
0: Or Google Translate. <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. Uh, yeah. So. Um, like, let's say, because for example, me, I was on Fading of, uh, or like maternity leave myself for, you know, a year. Mm-hmm. Um, how to include that into the CV? Because of course, a person or like, you know, somebody that is looking at your CV will just might see the gap there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know the answer, but if you can just say <laughs> it to us, yeah, please. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you have a gap like that in, in your work experience, then i would always explain it either in the cover letter or have it beneath the work experience when you if you list up your work experience and always start with the newest one and then at the end you know you could say the last year i was on maternity leave or the year blah 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 mm-hmm. on a maternity leave or something like that uh, mm-hmm. i wouldn't let it go unexplained if there's a gap more than a year don't get the person that is reading the resume asking herself, you know, what, why is there a gap here?
0: Yeah, right. of course. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I just have it like in small letters mm-hmm. under the work experience now, so I hope that's, uh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, um, yeah? You know, uh, I would just, I, I wanted to ask something more, of course now it just question went out of my mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, so, uh, okay, let's back to it. Uh, the CV is <clears throat> really important but really important is also the cover letter Mm -hmm. uh i really i know almost everybody struggles to to write a good cover letter Mm -hmm. we know at least at least i think the rule is like it should not be longer than one page Mm -hmm. uh can you maybe give us some tips what to put in your cover letter
1: well the biggest fail that people do is they kind of you know they just write their resume in in text mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it, it's it's no need to do that I have the resume I know where you worked I know where you went to school and what you learned what I need is a little bit more depth into the job you're applying for mm-hmm. because then the job uh, um, advertisement it says like you have to have skills in this and you have to know these kind of programs or whatever and maybe you, you can't put everything into your resume you know that that's not that long, so use the opportunity in the cover letter to go a little bit deeper into your experience, in regards to the advertisement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but be very careful also in using cover letters, because if it's it's not a very complex job description, then a very uh, general um, like i I would like to apply for this job. I have this and this. Don't go into deep. Don't waste your time on trying to put t- together a one page long cover letter if the job doesn't need it. Mm-hmm.
0: you mm-hmm. know, I know like take some care jobs, of your time. yeah, yeah. some jobs don't really any, even ask for a cover letter, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. course, it really varies i I think for a job you are applying to, yeah,
1: you can often just use the text in in the email that mm-hmm. you sent. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so now we created a perfect C V. Mm-hmm. Uh wrote a really interesting cover letter, or just like with the with the main points mm-hmm. regarding the job we are applying for. And we sent everything together in a pack with a really good feeling, like oh, it was a hard job, but we are finished. Mm-hmm. So uh we applied, let's say and it's already been some time. Mm-hmm. We are not really getting any reply after mm-hmm. some time or like we can maybe also say sometimes a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should a person do? Should a person just leave it or should just person try to contact the, the, the person that was written in the, in the description of a job or mm-hmm. what are next steps?
1: Uh, next steps, if you are very interested in a job, I think it's always very smart to send an email asking about how's the process going. You know, I, I applied for this job and I know that the deadline is up um, like a few days ago or a week ago or two weeks ago, or something like that. Uh, how's the process going? And, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Just be very polite and, yeah, show interest in the job. Um, because in my mind, you should always get some kind of a reply. Mm-hmm and it's the person's job that is on the advertisement to take these kind of uh, mail and, and and answer it so that would what i would do in my uh, if i was in these shoes and um, but uh, sometimes you just don't get a reply mm-hmm yeah. That is just Happened. shitty work. I think it happens <laughs> yeah. to everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Including I, me. I, so. I have applied for jobs and haven't got any replies, and I have asked for them and mm-hmm. and everything. So some people are just shitty
0: at their job when <laughs> they're doing this. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say hi to anybody <laughs> because I luckily don't know anybody that is like in the hiring process except of you, of course. Yeah, but be ver- just one uh, tip:
1: be very careful of not going into. Don't be rude or demanding or demanding answers or something like that because it is a very small country. Yes. So if somebody's working in this field and y- they get a rude email from you, it can go
0: viral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Very fast. Yeah, yeah. To their friends in the hiring. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, now somebody replied to us. Uh, exciting moment. <laughs> and we have, an, uh, we have a time uh, for interview. Mm-hmm. we are going into uh, i don't know how it's now during the COVID. if people are still meeting in person or if people like mostly prefer like online meetings both both okay so okay so we go for interview mm-hmm. let's say in person mm-hmm. what the person like should try to wear or just like what the person should just like you know be in like mm-hmm. how should the person act in the interview
1: it's mm. a very good question it's a. Uh it's a bit hard to answer, but I know that job hunting can be very hard, and it takes a toll on you. And if you're getting no replies, and often no to your, you know, apply when you're applying for jobs, then your mindset can be very uh, dark. And it's a very, it's very important to try to take the upbeat approach, though. You know, uh, if you're offered an interview, take time to kind of. You know, go into positive thinking and when you're asked about things, you know, just answer honestly. And if they're probing, if they're asking more and don't get defensive, Mm -hmm. they're just they're just trying to get a better picture of what you have done. It's not a um, they're not. Kind of trying to find some faults.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: that's a good tip. Uh, always be on time. If you don't know where it is, you know, be sure that you have figured that out before, or be very timely. Um Be clean.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's very important. So, no wearing a pant like a w- home wear uh, <laughs> pants on. Well,
1: don't go in your pajamas. You yeah. know, but in my point of view, of course, you can just be your own person mm-hmm. and wear what you want to wear, but keep it clean and and you know not very
0: like nobody really expects suits nowadays right
1: well it depends on the job and
0: and i know that they're still snobbish (laughs) (laughs) yeah somewhere okay but like yeah of course it would be for sale like in some big like let's say financial company or Mm. something then i guess you wear a suit yeah but um like just the regular jobs, so, yeah, yeah. Like that should be just like, just like you can maybe wear jeans and just like something nice on the top or yeah. what would you say? In my,
1: Yeah, in my experience, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just read last. Uh, yesterday about a person that actually in her job, she she can't wear jeans and so on. It okay. was just a sales job. And I was just like, is this still happening? Mm. But so, you know, mind it a little bit. If you can look the company up, line, up online, you know, look at the pictures, look mm-hmm. at the people, and maybe you can try to dress a little bit like them. It's it's the first, um, what's it called? It's, it's impression. Your first, yeah, it's the first impression. And um, so... As I told a friend of mine, she was just like, "Why can't I just go wearing my mohawk and all of my piercing and mm-hmm. and you know so on and so on? They just have to accept me who I am, and that is correct. you know they have to do that in the end, but in the first impression, maybe you have to scale it a little bit down, yeah. you know be yourself <laughs> yeah. but but think about it that people they do judge mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a it's a normal response. we all do it, and then you just try to Fix that in your mind, but but so yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's my okay. that's my pro tip. You know, be yourself, but maybe you have to bear in mind that it's the first impression.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh Okay, um, this was maybe like I'm not like I I just put these questions in the in the end uh, <clears throat> because many people like know where to look for a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say uh, online or offline. But if you could be so, uh, if you could tell us actually, like what are the places to Mm. Like to you know, there people can like look for a job online, but mm-hmm. maybe also offline. Like,
1: yeah. Well, so of course you have the online options that are the hiring agencies today. I'm not sure about all of their names, mm-hmm. so I would recommend just googling hiring agencies mm-hmm. in Iceland. So you work for Sand? Yeah, but uh, that's not running today. Okay, uh, we okay. went
0: into other places. Then so. was and then I know one is Hagvangur.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <coughs> so yeah. I don't want to promote any of them yeah, of because course, they're yeah. like. Uh, but for local people in Akureyri, mm-hmm. I would like to mention Mekunum. Okay, um, that's a hiring agency here, and she, if if you call her up and you say that you're looking for a job, she can maybe offer you some mm-hmm. advice or um, interview with her or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. Because not all um, not all jobs are advertised. Mm-hmm. The hiring agency often have something. Um, that they don't advertise and then it's good to try to just be on their roster, you know, um, so general apply. Uh, I can't remember how you put it in English. You just go online and you register. Yeah, with just them. like
0: job application in yeah. yeah, general. But then
1: I would like to mention Alfred. Okay. And that's yeah. an app yeah. and a website and they are be- becoming very strong and they're accessible and you can pick, you know, I'm looking for this kind of job and then you get notifications. I've used it and I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, if you're offline,
0: you know. But mm-hmm. just just don't want to interrupt. But like you know, let's say you are some, you are a person from Egilsstaðir or from Hóp in Hopnafjordur mm-hmm. Or these are like places like <clears throat> you know, Alfred is a great place, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I would say it's mostly for people living in Reykjavík or, or like north. Like I found mm. a lot of jobs, of course, like in Akureyri, but uh, you know it's maybe one, one a job uh, a day from let's say Husavik and yeah. like uh, fifty f- or sixty in Reykjavik. So it's a little like I, I don't want you to tell me, of course, the place is like in <laughs> Engelstad or something. Of course, you don't need to have a knowledge of that. Uh, just, just, just some tips for maybe people that live in the small areas. If mm. you, mm. you know, you live in Husavik, it's yeah. also not that big. So.
1: Yeah, well, then you're getting into a bit harder. A conversation because then you often, well, there, in the smaller places you usually have local um, advertisement, newspaper, like, yeah, 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 some kind of a leaflet. So I would always look in that to see if there's something there. Um, of course, it's in Icelandic, but then just ask the person next to you to mm-hmm. translate or something. But um, yeah, I think those are the places to look for in the local community mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. if you don't have a
0: network. Yeah.
1: But otherwise, network will get you far, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. knowing what's happening and knowing who's looking. But in my experience, most of the jobs, like in Husavik and surroundings, they are advertised in this small advertisement leaflet.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: maybe that's the best part there. Yeah. Mm, but al- also, contact. Like for up north, I would say Magnum. She often knows yeah, a lot about. Yeah, okay.
0: Mm. Or of course, like what, uh, like I have a really good experience with was just like to go myself. Mm-hmm. And, like just basically look at the companies online, mm-hmm. uh, where I would like to work and where I'm just like okay to work, you know, with my experiences, mm-hmm. and then I just like was walking around around with the CVs. Yeah, I think actually like I just got most of the jobs this way. Mm-hmm. Just to be honest, like, yeah. uh, okay. Um, when, um, yeah, like uh, the the personal agency. Like, let's say you want to apply for a job in a personal agency. Uh, like you know because usually they don't have the offers or like you can maybe see the offer but let's say there is no offer like in your job area mm-hmm. but still like um, is it possible to be registered as in a personal agency not only as a company you know like uh like you like d- and the and the personal agency works for the company to look mm-hmm. for people but also like is it possible to register just like as a physical person uh that is looking for a job even they are not maybe looking for that particular job right at the moment.
1: Yeah, do you, do you mean in the... Like stay, stay there. Yeah, yeah. At, uh, in the companies themselves or the hiring agencies?
0: Sorry, the hiring agencies, special yeah, yeah. agencies. Yeah, yeah the,
1: uh, most of the hiring agency, they have like... Uh, you can just register with them and then they have you in the database and then they, if, if they get a job that maybe needs to be filled very quickly or they don't have the time for advertisement or whatever, then they go into the database and they mm. look for mm. the right people and of course today nowadays it's a database so you have to be very careful about where you tick and what your experience are and they usually have like a search engine so be very careful putting in your um, right skills and experience Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. they will find you yeah yeah
0: because like you know i heard that many times that like companies don't even advertise if they do it like through personal agencies or something so uh yeah as I can also recommend, it's just good to like hiring agencies, sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, so as I'm just, uh, as, I'm, as I can also recommend to the listeners, it's really good to like, just try to find them online mm-hmm. and uh, try to like, you know, how to say, apply there. And just like, so you are in the ca- kind of like register mm-hmm. with them because sometimes you never know, they can call you basically maybe time. Yeah,
1: it, it shouldn't take that long. It's like an hour or something and just put everything in and, and go to the, I think they're like, three to five agencies Mm -hmm. in Iceland, but I'm not sure today.
0: Of course, I'm not saying it's a plenty of them, especially Mm -hmm. because we live in Iceland. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, let's say, uh, is there also something maybe, you know... Can
1: uh, I, sorry, like with the biggest companies, if you know a company that you want to apply with, but they don't have a job job opening for you, they often also themselves have this kind of registration Mm -hmm. where you can just go find the company, register with them and and if they have a hr department they often do it themselves Mm -hmm. you know then they have it in you in the database so yeah yeah. be mindful of that
0: yeah that's uh yeah it's usually like the last last job offer Mm, you know like it's not a job offer but it's usually like the the general application is just always like at the bottom of like jobs yeah Yeah, like where to apply for jobs like we are looking for people Mm -hmm. yeah to hire yeah that's uh yeah. Uh, is there anything uh, online, like uh, maybe some Facebook group or something? You know, maybe that is also just uh, you know, maybe it's only in Icelandic. That's why like people looking for it in English never find it. Do you maybe know about something like this? Yeah.
1: Well, the yeah the groups that I've seen are like um, uh, looking for somebody in uh, for short time or. Um, uh, the time frame is very short, where mm-hmm. you need the person, mm-hmm. and so on. That's in Icelandic, but I've seen foreign people also in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: uh, I mean, people uh, find it anyway so uh, uh, somehow. I think, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: but I'm not. No, I'm not that sure. I think mm-hmm. maybe more in the capital area. I haven't seen that that much here. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, I'm not
0: sure. Yeah, it's fine. I just only <laughs> only groups I know. is just like, and then it's in English. It's like interpreters uh, in Iceland.
1: Yeah, there's a lot around, like, no. entrepreneurs and, and uh, people that are st- in startups. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of groups for them. But yeah. if people are looking for a job, I haven't seen them as okay. much, but I haven't also, haven't been looking, so. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, uh, and then I just know the group for, like, uh, people working on a sea, which, like, I'm <laughs> a part in, but uh, I, I think it's just really hard to get onto the sea, like... Uh, yeah, but that's another chapter. <laughs> um, yeah, without having a people to know or, some, or something like this. Yeah,
1: and then maybe I, I, I should have done it, but I haven't looked into the website for a Directorate of Labor mm-hmm. because I've known they have tried to up in their game in helping mm-hmm. foreigners mm-hmm. look. So maybe they have some kind of a a website with more information about this. I'm not sure.
0: Okay, I'm just gonna ask like maybe I think last questions only regarding. Uh, when it comes to the salary, this is a, a thing which I'm so much always uh, struggling. Like, should we talk about it at the first interview? Should we like or should I wait until the end? You know what I mean? Just like there is maybe sometimes more rounds of the hiring process. So like a person itself needs to go like the first round and then second round. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what would you recommend uh, at least just... So you know with the, the person that is hiring you probably that you are at least on like similar or same mm-hmm. page mm-hmm. when it comes to salary, because I think it's really like not nice or fun when you come to the last round, you're so happy to be hired. And then your the salary is just not your expectations.
1: Mm. I think that is something that you should try to tackle in the first interview. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you meet a professional hiring person, then she will probably ask you at the end, or at least we did that because... There is no point in going forwards if maybe the difference in your expectations and what the company is willing to pay, if it doesn't match, then this won't work. So don't waste the um, employer's time and don't waste the applicant's time. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're not asked in the first interview, I would always try to ask Mm -hmm. a little bit. Or, you know, what is to expect and so on. And it's very good to have maybe talk to your labor union mm-hmm. uh, to get to know what what to expect from mm-hmm. a job like this. And uh, if they are not willing to tell you or uh, I don't know, whatever <laughs> happens. Yeah, if, yeah. yeah. so yeah. you could at least always try because it's, it's not polite and respectful to be wasting your time either. You know, maybe keeping you on a loop in, in interviews and then at the end you just realize that no, this is not what i'm looking for
0: yeah of course like that's mm. why i'm just like asking what you would recommend because i, I would recommend
1: that try to tackle it in the first interview if the you're first. yeah because you're not sure if you get a second round or whatever and mm-hmm. uh, but just not start the interview yeah, by asking course. like okay so what's the salary here so that's it i wouldn't do that yeah it's I, not an opening opening yeah. line
0: I, I yeah i, I would <laughs> say like people maybe hopefully would not do it but of course <laughs> it's good to maybe say it just in case uh yeah so well, i have been asked You have been asked. Yeah, the first first opening line. That was my my next question, just (laughs) like, before we finish. Yeah, okay. So, now let's go to the question. Um, The worst CV and the worst uh, interview you experienced, or like, maybe not the worst, but like the funniest, you know, or just like something that really got stuck in your mind? Mm, Well... I had a lot. Well, the, maybe
1: the worst CV, I, I got a little bit into it in the beginning. The person in the hot tub with the white wine glass. Yeah, it okay. was very strange. So it really had, happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I still remember the picture. And then I got a CV with a lot of pictures of the person, okay. you know, climbing a mountain and doing things. And this is oh, my Instagram. <laughs> I don't do before Instagram you know it's yeah, such a long right. time but uh, it was really funny and I didn't quite understand it but uh, like an interview I remember a person I don't know maybe it maybe it was hard for her but she never looked me in the eye mm-hmm. she always looked out the window mm-hmm. it was strange a little bit but she answered all the questions quite mm-hmm. fine Um and then maybe yeah this opening line I remember it at least once you know what is the salary and what are the hours mm-hmm. and I was like well, let's talk a little bit about else at the <laughs> about beginning. you. First? Yeah, Okay. And, but uh, mostly the worst were the people that were that were very demanding. You know, it was like uh, I can't be there at that time, uh, and I can't do that, and I can't do that. And and it's of course okay to have mutual respect. You know, I have to respect your time, but you have to respect mine also. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought those people just that gave from the beginning some kind of a vibe that you know I wouldn't want to hire this person mm. I'm not sure that I would recommend it to the company yeah so positive in positivity but you know don't get bullied Mm-hmm. Other,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, so. yeah i have to say uh, i'm really like uh, like you know thankful also to my employer current employer uh, which is also a sponsor of the podcast mm, mm-hmm. we can mm-hmm. say the way yeah. uh, so about this time ta- about this way i want to say hi to uh, the company 600 in order that is like my uh, my employer uh, which is a creative mountain guide company with a lot of projects going around uh so there was a quick advertisement uh and i really want to thank you Celia mm-hmm. for coming uh is there something uh, just in the end what you would like to like um give us as a as a knowledge or just like yeah just i, I think we really like went through many things and hopefully everything <laughs> well, <laughs> but, yeah
1: yeah t- uh, try to find the people around you that are willing to help because it can be really hard to get mm-hmm. into this society and and um you you know find some recreation with Icelanders or so on, but I I just uh I think it's just very hard. Mm-hmm. You know I've never been a foreigner in uh another country. I've never I've just lived in Iceland, so I don't have this experience. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've just seen that it's hard. So yeah, try to reach out. Uh, there are always people willing to help.
0: Willing to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so this was once again Celia Johannesa house okay, okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much once again for coming to to us uh to the po- uh, Icelandic cat, cast podcast and uh yeah i just wish you happy and safe drive back to husavik today mm. yeah. thank you sarah yeah, you are. <clears throat>